Have you ever met that person who just is always hustling? They're always moving, always contributing, and no matter what, they just stir up and create positive energy and movement all around them. Well, that person is the topic for today's 2120 podcast. This is the 2120 podcast. Each week, two guys take an idea an experience or a topic that we're passionate about and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. All right, welcome to the 2120 podcast where two guys take one topic and talk for 20 minutes. I'm Matt Fippen and Uh, I'm James Mayhew and we're here. (laughs) The topic for discussion today is the word hustle. And I got back from Reg Ride, which is this great bicycle ride across Iowa this week. And throughout the week, I'm around bike vendors, I'm around cyclists, and I'm around a company that is doing great things. They are moving in the right direction. They're opening up new branches. Yes. And the, the company's primal, and they make, they make clothing. Okay. And I've gotten to know Dave pretty well, who owns the company, and his, his, his family who runs the company. But I saw Hustle today and, and this week because the crew that he brought in is a family, and they're all working together. But there was one guy on that team that really stood out, and his name was Ian. And Ian was all about making the experience for his crew awesome. Right. And making the experience for me, who wasn't part of his crew, awesome. But he was hustling everywhere. You know, he would... They, we would get into town, and he would instantly just start making things happen yeah. for us. He'd be getting chairs out of, those out of the trailer. You know, like, like Nobody told him, hey, go do this, hey, go do that. He just took it upon himself to take the initiative and just, and just make things happen. You know, and the funny thing was, his position is, it's, it's, not, even, it's not even close to what, what this is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, he's part of a team, he's doing right. something else for the company, and he's the guy that just stepped in, and maybe, maybe one day there was this defining role that Dave said, you need to be this guy for us. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there was that. I just don't think there is. I think there was just, in this position, he just said, I'm gonna do this. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show tons of value and help this team out, you know. And I I, I was leaving and I, I ran into him and he looked tired, you know. And obviously it's it's day five or day four of what this ride is. And I said, what time did you get in last night? <laughs> and he said, well, so and so kept me out till like three thirty. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, yeah. I instantly I went, wow. Yeah. And this is going to be the day of the hundred plus miles. So it's gonna be a long day in, 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 on the bike anyway. Yeah. And, and is just, he riding he's, as well? He's, ride, okay. he's riding as well. But that hustle and drive that he showed, I don't know if you, I don't think you can teach that. I think it's something that you just naturally, just, you just have to have. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. I, I, it is something that you might learn. Like, I think some of it is your, your upbringing and, and what are those values and things that your parents instilled in you. But I also think it comes down to a word, and I, I describe it as ambition, right? You wake up with like this zest for life and you're ready to go. Like there's something like that fire that's inside of you. From a strength standpoint, we, we look at that from the executing, you know, the domain of executing. So it's, you describe it as hustle, you can describe it as drive or whatever, but some people are naturally wired to do that. But here's the thing, even if you have those natural talents, it doesn't automatically mean you're applying them. You could be lazy and have those things, but that's the point. Like somebody like that isn't lazy. They just get up with this 
this uh, basically this desire that I'm gonna go kick some butt today no matter what I'm doing generally they have positive attitudes right they're not they're not pessimists no they're waking up and and they've got a smile on their face and they've got a bounce in their step that's how we describe them or that twinkle in their eye I love being around those kind of people and I think it's it's top down yeah you know I know Dave just a little bit and Dave hustles like yeah. I, I he's he's that guy you yeah. know so I think when you're surrounded by that culture that everybody's doing that you either get on board and you become a part of that right. or you get flushed out the back I mean, you think about think about sports teams right that that if I've always thought it this way and I've been in organizations where you better bring your a game today or you're gonna stand out every day it's about bringing that a game and um, when you when you think about the the culture that you say there, it does a, a lot of times it follows the guy at the top or the yep. person at the top. It's not always a guy. There's a, I know some women that hustle way harder than a lot of guys that I know. They, they get the thing fired up, okay. And the other thing that they don't do is they don't get in the way of that. They don't yep. come and try and micromanage it. But the thing that I love most about people like that, because they're they're seeking others, they want to partner with other people that like that. So when they when they run into that person, they say, "Hey, come be part of this," because we have that kindred spirit. Like, let's get out. We've got that drive, that determination, that desire to go out and do something significant today. They're finding it, and they're inviting people to be part of it. Yeah, I I, you know, I, I want that. I want that that person. Yeah, you know. And if there was a I mean, it's hard because the interview process, you ask them some questions and you can find out, you know, are they hustling throughout right. the day? You know, what time do you get up in the morning? Uh, you know, 10 o'clock, you start to get out of bed. Okay, right. you're not hustling, right. you know. If you're hustling, you're up at 5 a.m. getting ready to kick off your day. Right. Um, and I think, one, not everybody has that. But yeah, I think back to that, that culture point again, if, if you're surrounded around that, you don't want to be the guy that's not hustling when, every, when everybody else is because then you easily get noticed because Joe's over there not pulling his weight right. when we're over here busting our butt. So, exactly. you know, I think it's the, it's definitely the culture that Dave and, and Primal have put together. Uh, you know, every, you know, we talk a lot about the, the, the customer experience and, you know, to, I, I'm a customer to them. You know, I, we buy jerseys from them, but I, was, I wasn't a customer. I didn't feel right. like a customer. You know, I felt a part of the family. I mean, we, I left a bike. Um, a $4,000 bike downtown because we were running shuttles back and forth. They took right. me back to my hotel. I rode with them. We didn't have room. And then at the end of the festivities, it's midnight. We're walking back to where my bike was, yeah. and their entire site is cleaned up and everything's gone. So my first reaction was, crap, somebody jacked my bike, right? <laughs> so I, we laughed about it a little bit because right. we like that didn't happen. But right. got back to the hotel, and in my room, my bike was there. Right. So Ian, the hustler took my bike knew it was my bike threw it on their on their their trailer and took it back for me yeah found my room got it in my room and it was there for me the next day like that's not that's not a customer experience that's a family experience is what that is you know it, it it's it's a lot of things and i'm just sitting looking at it from like what are his values you know growing up like it was it was uh, integrity it's honesty it was do something to help other people out and it's so like what you're saying is you came back to that site it was all cleaned up it was probably not messy you oh, know no. like you can even tell they were there to be honest yeah and that to me is somewhat rare that, oh, yeah. that there's just like we're gonna not leave a trace of it um i've got a good friend that runs a an electrical contractor business that, that we've done some work with them and, and and they would subscribe to those exact same things and they said we do clean work and I said, well, you have to help me understand what that means. Because what I was perceiving was 
their vehicles were immaculate and sparkled and, and shined. There's never a dent. There's no rust on them. They're never dirty. And I'm like, why is that so important to you? He's like, because it sets the tone. He said, I don't really like to talk about the word excellence necessarily, but what he loves is what it portrays to his, his team. And that is a team of hustlers as well. Like, yeah. not, not hustlers like we're going to screw somebody over. Hustlers in the sense that they get after it on a daily basis. And they do, when he says they do clean work, they're not talking about just our job site's clean and our trucks are clean and our workshop is clean. They're talking about every element from the way they interact with the customer to the way that the installation goes to the, to the fact that they don't cut corners. Like, those things are so important to them. Yeah, and that's that culture piece that, again, it's hard to, uh, it is hard to teach that. You just got to find people that will, you know, buy into it, and you continue to set the tone. Yeah, no, I think I think Primal is doing great things. You know, I, I had, a lawn chair discussion with Dave for oh god half an hour to an hour about life, and the places he's gone and yeah. things that he's done and the, you know, the mistakes that he's made. You know, and uh, when you have a person like that, that's the owner. Yeah, and in a company as big as Primal is, that takes the time just to talk, and it's not just with me. You know, I mean, obviously we know each other, but you know, I watched countless times where people would walk up and introduce someone. Hey, this is Joe. You know Steve, and hmm. no matter what Dave was doing, yeah, like he gave them his undivided attention, asked some questions, was intrigued, was involved. Where easily it could have been, I'm on vacation right now. Right, I'm riding my bike across the state, but. Dave looks at life differently. Dave looks at life as this is a maybe a potential future customer. This is an experience that I had with somebody else that I need to give him that too. I can't close myself off to that. And there are people that do that. Hey, this is my time now, right. not your time. Like I appreciate you coming over and saying hi, but like I'm with my family. I'm hanging out. Like I don't. I don't want to be bothered. And it, it wasn't that it at all. Like it was just completely opened up. Completely, I'm focused on you. I'm shaking your hand. Have a great rest. Of the, week and it, it was done and it happened over and over and over again you know and like I said for him to spend 30 minutes to an hour just talking about me with, with life when he could have been talking to someone else it was awesome so what I love about hearing a story like that especially from from somebody who's in that position of ownership and overseeing is is they haven't lost sight of who they are so they're, they're just real the second thing that I love to hear about that is they make time for things like that because so many people here, here's the thing people that hustle so hard there are times when they don't make time to rest or oh, to sure. make those connections because you know they're they're wired let's got to get this done let's what's this next thing the other thing that stands out to me too when talking about Dave is uh, he didn't just see you as that potential customer he literally values you as a friend and as a human being again those are awesome things and Without a question, he's instilling that in his team. Oh, for sure. And you saw it. You saw it in every person on his team. Yeah. You know, I, I don't care who it was. You could walk up and have conversations with anybody, and they were they were all awesome. Yeah. And there was there was family there, and there were some friends. But at the end of the day, that primal culture was everywhere. You know, in the in the in the booths, so they were selling products like their their team is slinging merchandise like like crazy, <laughs> and people are, are are buying stuff from them. It's the same. The same culture is in that booth as it is in the tent that's with, with, with us. Right. So, you know, it's it's the word hustle is a powerful, powerful, powerful word. And you know, to kind of switch gears a little bit, Addison, my oldest, just got back from basketball camp in Waverly. Yeah, 
And another word I think ties right into that is hard work. Yeah. And she's talking to someone on the phone, and I'm kind of in the room, but not in the room. I'm not eavesdropping by any means, but I'm just I'm hearing conversations. And she mentions to whoever she was talking to, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. So she's having a conversation with a friend, and I don't know where it went, but I got that that powerful like dad like aha moment like my <laughs> you were my, like, my daughter's saying you. awesome things right now. <laughs> so I started to listen a little bit, and she was just talking about what she saw at this basketball camp, where here was a very very talented individual girl playing basketball, and she just wasn't hustling. She yeah. wasn't working hard, and that phrase came out of Addie's mouth. Now, she didn't hear that. She didn't make that up herself. Like she heard that from someone else along the way. That's a very, right. very powerful statement. But right. for her to completely understand what that means and then now be able to use it and teach somebody else, you have to have hard work when you're hustling. I mean, yes. they, they, kind of, they kind of go hand in hand. And you can hustle and just have talent, but you're not going to get there as fast, I feel. I feel like if you combine both those, you're going to get to where you want faster because it's a dynamite combination. You know... Here's, here's how I was thinking about what you were saying with your daughter. So she had an experience. Sure. And, and she didn't sit on that experience. What did she do? She got on the phone and she was telling somebody else about it. And that's another mark of, I think that's somewhere in this pay it forward concept. Yeah. Like this, I want to serve somebody else. I want to help somebody else. It's it's out of a, maybe out of a sense of empathy even. It's like, I, I need to share this. Like, I learned this incredible thing and that's going to stick with her the rest of her life. What is she, going to be seventh grade? Yep. Okay, so she's going to remember that camp. She already memorized that line. She's going to be sharing that. Yeah. And who knows what she's, where she's at in 10 years, 15 years. Maybe she's coaching. Oh yeah, you never know. You know? Yeah, I, I, it, I know. it might be just the, something that she encountered at this camp is now going to drive her even harder in the future. Yeah. You know, I mean, just that, you know, the moment or that experience, like you, like you just said, triggered something and it wasn't me. It wasn't me motivating her. It was something that someone else did that lit a fire that now she's going to move on. There's a, uh, there's a quote, uh, Nike has used it, but it came from Steve Prefontaine, who was a yep. runner, right? Yep. University of Oregon, maybe? Yes. Yep. And uh, the quote is, is to, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And you just think about that. There's so many people that have enormous talents that they're not tapping into, that they, they're, they're listening to a story in their life that, that says you can't, you shouldn't, or whatever it is that they're telling themselves. And some people never tap into those things. And that's just, to me, that's tragic. Yeah. It's just literally tragic to sacrifice that gift and not be able to pay it, you know, show somebody else, to inspire somebody else, or to, like, have that life and, and not be, you know, have fearlessness around stepping into what you could be. Yeah. I I find frustration around that. Yeah. You know, when you see that person that is naturally talented, but they don't work hard. Yeah. And it's like, why would God give you this ability? I want this ability. Right. Like, give it to me. Like, if you're not going to use it, give it to somebody else. Pass it on to someone else. I wish it was that easy. We could just unplug it from you and plug it into me, and now I, <laughs> now I have this, right? Yeah. But as a leader, you have to, if you are that guy that sees that and they are not utilizing their talent, it's your responsibility to pour into them to help them see what the value is that they're just wasting. Okay, so let's take a, a slightly different spin on this. Okay. There is... Uh, 
we, and we had this deep conversation uh, when I was doing a strengths workshop yesterday, and then Erica and I were, were talking about this uh, as well. There are times that we have certain um, strengths or talents that might show up on a strengths finder report, such as developer, and that means you really see the potential in people and you want to cultivate it out of them. It's a wonderful talent thing to have, okay? The challenge of it is, is if you're in business, you see people, uh, you see always the potential that they have. There are some people that might be working for you, with you, however it is, that simply don't want that. Yeah. A developer will continue to like put extra effort into like, I'm gonna work with this person, work with this person. But here's the thing, it's at the sacrifice of the top performers. Sure. And so the discernment that that leader needs to have is, is knowing when to cut and, and when to pour that effort into the top performers because that's gonna move the whole thing forward faster. And sometimes it's almost actually better to let somebody else go because they might be floundering in a spot where this is not a good match for them. Yeah. And that's the reason that they're floundering. The only way that you can know that is to get curious with them and have conversation and approach it not from this, uh, this, this, I don't know, this mindset of what's broken with you, but like, let's just talk. Yeah. You know, I think you can pour into an individual as much as you want yeah. to the point where it's overflowing. Yeah. You know, and if you look back and go, man, like I am wasting so much water right now because I keep pouring into this and just, it's all over the table. And it drains you as well. Exactly. Yeah. You have to look at it and go, they're my, they're, they have so much potential, but I... I can't. I gotta. I gotta put this what I'm wasting into someone else right now. Exactly. And long term, they may look at it and go, "This isn't the best fit for me." I, I have tons of mad potential, but I never want to get to that level. I need to be done. Yeah. And they leave. But what you just did was all that water you were wasting on them is now getting poured into an individual that you go, "We're getting success right now." Right. He's getting better, and you know what? Long term he will be better than that one person that had that mad talent that right. we, you had to pass on or they passed on you for whatever reason. And I think too many times you have to look at the big picture of, am I wasting what I'm pouring into this individual or are they taking it all in? They're grabbing more glasses to fill up or is it overflowing and I got to go, I have to be done. I got to right. move on to something else. And right. I think that's the, that's the toughest part of a leader's job is because as a leader, you want to just keep giving and giving and giving, and right. you think you can you can save everybody. <laughs> the truth is, and I've, I, you know, it's it smacked me in the face because I've heard this: you can't you save can. everybody, and you think you can, and you get that one person that's across from you, and they tell you you can't save everybody. She's telling me, or he's telling me, I don't want to be saved. Yeah, and I have to look at that and go, well, but I can, you know, and go, you know what? You're absolutely right. Right. I appreciate everything you've given to us but I'm going to now give what I, I'm trying to give you to someone else. And yeah. she was okay that, with that. I'm okay with that. And now the person that I'm giving that to is completely okay with it because they want that. Right. Everybody wins. Well, and, and if we come back kind of full circle to where we started is the idea that when you bring people in that have that natural hustle, yep. and you, you, if you have it yourself, you see it in others. Yep. And you, you know, when you create an organization or a team or a business, whatever it is, based on that other people notice it they see it they see the acceleration they see growth they see movement and they're drawn to it and that's just huge like yeah. you, that, i don't know how you can put a value on that uh but that's really what culture is well this is the 2120 podcast where two guys take one topic talk for 20 minutes our topic today was hustle and hard work always beats talent when talent doesn't work Boom.